Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. And um, my name is Rudy, one of your co-hosts. And I'm one of your co-hosts, Nicole. Thank you for listening um, and tuning in to Damn This Is Hard Podcast. And um, we have, I feel like, a good episode. So um, I know we were uh, talking last week and we said we were going to add like a new segment and we didn't have a name for it. But I think we unanimously agreed it's going to be getting into the shit, right? (laughs) Is that what we said, Cal? Am I making this up? Uh, I think you're making it up. I thought it was the shit that hits the fan. So like oh, shit yeah. hits the oh, fan. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, so sorry. Okay, rewind. Okay, so for the first segment, it's gonna say, girl, the shit has hit the fan this week. Or what has hit okay, whatever guys. We'll we'll tighten it up. But I do wanna mention um a few things that I saw come across this week on social media. Um one I wanted to leave with this, and then we can like get into more of like the the fun topics. But I did uh, see online, and I did not know she was um, battling cancer. But the sister of Tony and Tamar Braxton, I think her name was Tracy Braxton. She passed away. I think it was Friday from cancer. And I used to watch um, the Braxton Family Values, and I had no clue she was even sick. And she was only in her 50s. Um, so I know I saw on um, Tony Braxton's page, you know, she confirmed it because um, TMZ reported it first. But then Tony confirmed it and just said, you know, like, please give our family some time to, um, you know, in private just to, you know, grieve this loss. But I, that was really sad. It was She's just so young, and I didn't even know she was sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I've seen the article too that came across on um, uh, the other day. Uh, they're saying she died Friday. I heard she died Saturday. I don't even know, but it might have been Friday or Saturday. I just know, yeah, it was this weekend. It probably was Saturday, actually. Yeah, because they said something about it was snowing and like the snow represent angels or something they were saying. Oh, yeah, she's like, now our, they go, they said, um, now our snowflake has went to heaven. I did see, um, Tony Tony report that. Yeah. It was sad um because I watched them on their um on the Braxton's TV show and uh I think this was the sister that had the surgery. Was this the one that had the surgery? For I the, think it was. I think it may have been. The one that had the surgery for the hy- the hysterectomy or something or is that what it's called? She, I don't know, if you check out the show, Braxton's, you'll kind of get more of a storyline of what, you know, how she hung with her sisters, what they talked about, what was going on in the family and issues with their dad, like concern issues with just for being background singers for their sisters when they had to perform, like, for example, for Tony Braxton, they were like their backup singers were her own sisters. They've been in church all their lives. They've sung choirs. Um, their mom actually directed them to sing certain songs. Just all kinds of stuff. So, like, I feel like she is in a better place. But it was sad. It was really sad for me because I was like, darn. Like, I feel like I'm like, I just I felt like I just seen her on TV watching the Braxton show. And uh, sorry if I'm a little I'm a little stuffy because I'm a little congested. as my cold. But like, yeah, I just really just was like taken back by it. She went through a lot with her 
with her ex-husband and mm-hmm. just the whole transition of I think she was trying to open I don't know if she opened up a restaurant or wasn't I forget but there's, there's a whole storyline you have to watch and she just seemed like she was a down-to-earth girl like he seems so bubbly like you said they yeah were. very bubbly and so always was, in the church and just doing the right thing I think she has a son she might yeah. have more but I know the one son uh he made a statement too but yeah it just hit me and it just makes you think Again, and we uh, we have said this on the show, but I mean, it's just common, common thing that we should just really live life more full, just because you yeah. you never know. And um, you're just gone too soon. And yeah, and Jennifer Hudson said that like she's just gone too soon. That's what it feels like. It feels like she's just gone too soon because it's like you just feel like you just seen her. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and she just did. Yeah, she brought something different to their family in terms of like she was like their peace and lighting and like their comfort person like I don't know how to explain it she just brought herself to the table and like she kind of you know tried to I don't say kumbaya everybody but bring everybody together or have them talk it out or or they discuss a lot of family stuff so you gotta really if you have not watched the Braxton show uh please do turn tune into it I don't know if it's on Netflix Hulu but one of those type of channels is on um and you can just uh, check out their different episodes or seasons um you know, just to get a more feel for of her personality or who she is. We probably will never know because we only we've never met her in person. Um, and nor are we relatives of her, but we do, you know, we do uh, uh, have their deepest condolences to the family and friends of of her family and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, definitely keep them in prayer because that's just yeah. you know, sad in general. Yeah, that's just definitely the best way. Um, the best way to handle that. Um, just keep them wrapped up in prayer, like you said. Um, so another um, new poppy culture thing that I've seen out there was the basketball player. And we are in the midst of International Women's Month. Um, but then they have, I think there is a actual where you celebrate Black women in history, but it's, it's only like a week. But I um, wanted to bring up her name is Brittany Garner, and she was apparently, she's being detained in Russia. Um, they stated that in her carry-on bag, she had a vape pen uh, that had marijuana residue or marijuana in it or something to that effect. Yeah, I heard it was way more. Like, she had more with her, is what they're saying now. Like, way more than what. And everybody is, I know there's some people that were like, I know when my husband heard it, he was, like, really upset about it. Because he was just like, why would she think for one second that you can take any of that stuff on the plane or any airline, for that matter? Um, Like, I I know certain vape pans are allowed on airlines, some of them. But it's what you contain in those vape pans is what gets people in trouble. So, I, I don't know. How did she even... She probably brought her vape pen to Russia and then got the, the stuff at Russia and then tried to... I don't know what the story is. All I know is that she got caught with it at the airport. And she probably shouldn't have had that stuff. Because I'm pretty No, but sure... they said... So they said that... Um, and, and who knows? And this is what I'm saying. Like, I know your husband uh, was upset. And I think my, my first initial reaction wasn't, oh my God, why would she carry that on her? I was just thinking, is it true? This is Russia who hacked our elections, apparently. They have many ways to make people think 
I truly believe that she did not in my heart, because just like you said, and like your husband said, why would she? I'm I, I'm certain she knows how to travel. She's traveled overseas numerous of times. A lot of the WNBA players go overseas to play because that's where they can make their big bucks because they, they get pennies compared to NBA players. So they always go over there. So I really don't think she even had it. I really don't. And this war is going on. And actually, the vice president um, of the United States said she is also thinking there's more to the story. Because, I mean, obviously, like, with all that is going on, they can easily say, like, okay, if you do something, we'll, we'll harm them. You know, sometimes they could be, a, they're a little bit different in Russia. So I, I don't believe she had it, to me. Because I don't think she would be that foolish. And now, if she was, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I just, I would think, like, I know she's traveled why did they let the rest of the team go home then? Like, why was she the only one they kept? No, so she just was just playing overseas. It wasn't like she was playing with her WNBA team. A lot of the WNBA players would just go over, just like retired NBA players. They often retire from But she can't be the only player that's from the U.S. that played in Russia at that time. No, but it, they don't travel as a team. You that'll be like if you are on your off season, you don't have to work. So the WNBA is not currently playing. A lot of people will choose to go over there. So if you were over there, you're not going with me just cuz I'm on your American team. You could just go cuz you want to make money in your off season. So it wasn't like they traveled together like a team. It wasn't like Olympics. She was just over there playing basketball. So she was over there right before the war happened, is what we're saying. Before Yes. All went yes, and and that cuz I know somebody else said that and I was like let me look that up. And yeah, it's not like they travel as a team. So let's say like the off season, I'm just chilling, but you might be like, oh shoot, you can make a uh, 1 million in the season over there. And WNBA players, their salaries are like a regular average job. Some of them, of them are only making like a hundred thousand dollars a year doing all that work. So they'll go overseas because they can get paid like for the little off season, like a, like a million dollars. Like some of those salaries yeah. are crazy. Yeah, but with everything going on, even with COVID, just it's just a touchy subject. I guess people are trying to figure out ways to survive, I guess. I don't know. But I don't oh, know. Oh, you mean like you wouldn't travel over there because of because of the pandemic? Yeah, I think that's a But I mean, part. I feel like they're they're traveling anyway. Like w, they're traveling all through the United States, so I mean, I, I'm sure and they usually have to quarantine, they get tested. So I'm sure she's probably like, "Oh, well, I got to make this money." But um but that definitely was happening. So I was like, um that is crazy. And a lot of people are, yeah, like I was um, seeing a lot online and a lot of people are just fearing it's a way for like Putin to have like a pawn. Because he can easily be like, I have an important person to you guys over here, you know? So like, don't act crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't uh, negotiate uh, <laughs> with terrorists. We just don't. No, we don't so negotiate. I don't know. We I don't, don't negotiate, but I mean like, are we willing to just let the girl die? I'm telling you, United States is very, uh, <laughs> especially a black woman. I feel like just in general, they're way. just a cutthroat type company, um, country. Not completely. We do kind of do the right things, but sometimes you just never know because if if that's the case, why haven't anybody went over there to rescue her at this point? You know what I'm saying? And that ha- that has not happened because there's um, travel bans. Still, yeah, it would it definitely, would, still, yeah, would it definitely yeah. have to be like a government Let's, official. Unless it's still under a negotiation or not even negotiation underneath uh investigation. Yeah, that's um, that what Biden said. True or not true or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what they're trying to, you know, check with their sources to check with the family to see 
if she's had any priors or any anything. They're probably they're probably investigating it some sort of way. I'm assuming. Who Russia? <laughs> probably not. Yeah, United. No, States. No, not Russia. I'm talking about United States in in general. I feel like oh, yeah, no, if they really it. want to help her or whatever, mm-hmm. um, um, they could. But right now, I don't know if there's room for negotiation or not based on what's going on between Russia and Ukraine. I don't. I I have no idea what they're gonna do right now. Yeah, there was just a, telling uh, her to just. No, there was a U.S. Uh, US down, representative that did an interview, and he said, um, what did he say? He said, uh, getting Brittany out is going to be very difficult. Our diplomatic relationship with Russia at the moment is non-existent. I mean, so yeah, yeah. definitely. And he said he also, in that same interview, he mentioned that especially just it it being her in in that sense, it's going to be a little bit difficult. He said, she is a six foot eight black American queer woman that is in Russia. They don't like the LBGTQ. They definitely don't like that she's married to a woman and she's African American. So I feel like she's already got a lot striking against her. So, but I mean, again, that's another family that I guess we can just keep, you know, lifted in prayer because I just know sometimes you know they have like COVID oper- um co COVID operations, and they have like ways to hack systems. And I'm like, I just don't know if she is getting fair treatment. You know, I just hope they're not treating yeah. her poorly in jail. Yeah, but she's not the only one that's that's from the U.S. that's in jail over there in Russia. Is what it's being also said too. They have a reporter. They have somebody else. I, it's like. I don't know how many people it is, but I don't know if it's I don't know if it's up to ten or anything like that. But, but yeah, definitely keep her in prayer um, because you just never know. Like that's what I'm saying. It's tricky going out of you know going into traveling to go to other other countries in general, even if it's for vacation, because um, their laws and rules are different than ours. So if you don't know what they are, you can easily get get you know hemmed up in one of them because you're doing something that's normal over here and it's not normal over there so you know that's what i'm thinking oh yeah you i definitely would probably follow all the laws to a t if i was somewhere else just because you just never know and i would never want to be arrested in a foreign country and just not know yeah because their sentences restrictions is way worse um not to say that we don't have crazy restrictions because we do but Mm -hmm. Other everybody doesn't operate the same, so people do things differently. Countries do different things differently. Exactly, know? exactly. We we might be a little bit more lenient compared to others. You just yeah, you never know. You never but know. Yeah, but it is happening right now. There is a war going on between Russia and Ukraine. Um, so our listeners out there that is from different countries, if you're not aware, please check um, your local internet sources, whether it's YouTube, whether it's uh, Instagram, whether it's face news, you know, newspaper, whatever, but it is happening. So for those that think that it's not, it really is. And it's very sad um, uh, because there's, there's ways of trying to negotiate something that you really want, but when you're trying to do it forcefully and people's lives are at stake and people are dying from it or children are getting injured or dying from this, it's just too much. It's just too much. We're already dealing with the pandemic now. Now a whole war is happening, and one slip of the crossing of one line versus the other, meaning like territorial, meaning like other countries even getting involved, is could turn into something really big that it does not need to be that big, and that's when 
more people's lives are at risk, uh, to be quite honest. So yeah. Pray, everybody pray tonight, send out a prayer uh, for protection for both sides, whether you're Russian or Ukraine or any country, to just pray that um, clarity is being provided and that people go in it with clear minds, clear hearts, and that people uh, can be protected from uh, the war, the casualties of war of this happening right now. It's, it's quite disturbing. Yeah, and, pr- and pray for people to have protection for threats and attacks against them from those that they see or that are unseen. Like, you just never know. Yeah. You just be, like, the most uh, inconspicuous person or thing. And you may not think they're even dangerous, and they still... Is any... um Somebody said it. I don't know. I was watching CNN, and they're like, there usually is just a like common decency. Like you were just touching yeah. on Nicole, when it's like we won't harm children, but these people are bombing children hospitals. So at this point, it's like they do not care. <laughs> I saw the news, and I literally lost it. But you're going to bomb a children's hospital where there can't kids that can't even get they can't even escape. It's not like they can even get out there yeah. to walk to the elevator. Like they're yeah. bedridden with cancer, and you're, oh, that was just that was. Really can't even absorb it, absorb it at all. I feel like with the pandemic, I got really like swamped and sucked in, and I was watching everything about COVID in the beginning, and it just it will put you in a headspace that you don't need to be in. So I yeah, so every taking yeah, so if listening. yeah, so if everybody doesn't take a stand, and and protest you know or you know send up prayers or um, do something you know what I'm saying when I say do something anything have a discussion you know spread the word that you know we want peace across the land of this world in general um, because when more other countries get involved this can get really nasty really quickly and um, we don't really want that to happen quite frankly we don't want any of this right now to even happen between Russia we do not support any of that happening right now at all it doesn't make any sense and we don't know the reasoning behind it we don't know all we see is that people are really getting injured or getting hurt or dying uh from these attacks so oh you know putin made it known he wants this war so he can have control over ukraine just to have more control over the i think it's called the eau so he's just trying to have more landmass because Russia's huge and if he gets Ukraine and they're the hub of uh they're like a big port country so if he controls that like he would be really strategically moving himself in a better position but he's doing it at the cost and expense like you were touching on of human lives so it's yeah like you said if if you guys are in these countries or even us and you're watching or surrounding countries maybe try to find ways to help that this cannot touch you or happen to you. Some people that are over here in the U.S., they have family members that live there. They have family members that live in Russia or in Ukraine or in the surrounding countries near them. And it's just it's just heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking to even watch or hear or see or read about. These are wars that we've heard about in books, history books. And I feel like history is trying to repeat itself. And my hope right now is that the Lord won't let it happen. But at the same time, things are supposed to happen the way they are because 
in a certain way it could it could better or it could worse i don't know but you know i just pray that um so these lives get saved and that people don't no more people get injured or get hurt or harmed from this because it's just it's absolutely bonkers i can't speak for god but it's absolutely just it bothers my life <laughs> to even see it it is hard to like not watch the news and my children in the room to like and they ask me questions it's really hard to to uh not really hard to explain it but hard to explain it because at the same time it's like we don't really fully grasp the I feel like the intention is to gain land and to gain power that's always the objective right but it's more to that than what people are seeing and I I don't think people are or anybody really understands but God so I just say to send up your prayers good positive thoughts um but, but, send, them, send them across the world. Just just pray for everybody right now because this is, this is getting out of hand. I'm sorry. But before we before exactly, but before we get off of that topic, I do want to just touch on it is um still in this same story, but I mean just another side of it. Okay. And again, I'm not I am a pro black to be black girl, but I'm not trying to make this thing about race because obviously I understand lives are being lost and it's it's uh ukraine and white and black and it, it people lose their lives, so it doesn't matter yeah. but i do want to say that this is europe and there is a deep just like it's deeply rooted here it's deeply rooted there of a, of a little bit of a racist tendency and there are numerous of africans that are students and otherwise that are literally being held against their will in these countries when they're trying to flee they are met at the border i will share a clip or probably on my my instagram because i'm going to post this tomorrow i'm going to share a clip where there uh, was like a, a caravan of students and the guy there was like they were being blocked off by white people that are from ukraine and they were literally not letting them cross um it said out of the um i guess it was maybe a uh, hundred thousand or so or a hundred thousand plus uh, people that have fled Ukraine only 10,000 of that are Africans and there's a lot of Africans that are over there on student visas and work visas and they're not letting them through um, I also I will also put the um, Instagram link of a girl her name is Corinne Sky that's her uh, Instagram name she was one of the students that was in Ukraine from Ghana and she said it took them almost a day or so at one of the borders. They ended up fleeing to, uh, I think she fled to Romania. I don't think Poland was letting them in, but there is a big thing. They're not letting people. There's a lot of moms that are not being allowed to go into these shelters with young babies. So again, I'm praying for everybody, but if you would like to, cause a lot of people want to help. There's a, a lot of African-Americans here in the States that want to help too. But they want to also help their own. So there is, on her page, she has ways to donate for the students so they can try to get out. They're, they're trying to rent buses and things to try to get as many as they can out because they are meeting um, not a good fate when they get to these borders. It's as if they don't want to help them either. And um, a lot of times we're asked, even like with other things, we're asked to be supportive of other people. Like even when it was here and it was um Asian getting beat up in like California and all these things by like random people and everybody's always like yeah black people you should also stand with your fellow citizens in America but like we don't always get that same back so if you want to donate to somebody that is 
you know, more affiliated with your own race or uh, ethnicity, I will, you know, share those as well. But I just wanted to make that that known because that's not being shown. And she actually recorded the video where like these men, like they were literally blocking the border. Oh, yeah. And, and I did hear that some of them did get through. They had to take mm-hmm. a different way of getting a it, different like way. Yeah. yeah. And then at the same time, there were still people that they were not letting in that were not black and they help them get through to a different direction or going a different avenue or different way too as well Mm. um so but yeah some of that i did see on facebook um whether or not the news is sharing that i'm not sure because i haven't seen it on the news but i have seen it on facebook and instagram um some other means of looking at the news also you can check youtube um and just if you if you're not sure if you don't really believe what's going on or you didn't hear about it check youtube Google YouTube, um, put in those states' names and see what's going on. Definitely educate yourself. Definitely stay self-aware. You know what I'm saying? Stay woke out here because this stuff is real. It's really happening. Really happening. Um, and then like, I get. Do you have another one? Because I have like one more transition, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna post this clip in this episode because y'all know. Go ahead, me watching this just story this morning and I was a little bit tough. but this next little shit the next what, it's the fan story goes kind of relates to that so I'm going to lead in with this one and then we'll go into that because guys when I tell you I look at Nicole I didn't like it and she's like it was so good I'm like I did not like it I did not like it yeah I mean it was a clip I came across with um on Facebook it was with like a celebrity like Steve Harvey and um who else am I thinking of? I don't know his name, but I feel like he's an actor. We're going to get into it. We are going to get into it. But I have to and, say. And it was just a lot of black men sitting around talking and having a real all men conversation. There was no females involved. They were just shooting the shit, but not shooting the shit in a bad way, but like sharing information. Sharing information meaning that they were discussing what happens in a black household or a black family in general or what male, males, men, marriages are supposed to be like or what they think it's supposed to be like and they were just sharing you know sharing how they felt about the situation it was very interesting they have young and old um sitting at like just couches and like a round table kind of thing but not quite round table maybe like a coffee table but just sitting there and having a conversation because it was really it was really interesting you know there's a part one and part two on my facebook page um about it and um yeah i'm gonna share like little snippets of each because they are kind of lengthy but i'm gonna share them i'm gonna be able to cut them and i'm gonna post them in the episode and then you'll have us discussing it after that's how i'm gonna break that segment up i'm gonna try i'm acting like i know how to do all this but i'm gonna try but i want to go on this topic real quick okay this really leads into it so kim kardashian was splashed across all social media for saying that uh woman we just need to get up and work like um we do not, I'm trying to find the exact quote. Like, we do not, um, like, what happened? Like, why is nobody trying to work now? Uh, we need to uh, get out here and, oh, th- this is what she said. It's, she was saying, I'm going to read it, because she was saying about American woman, right? And this is definitely going to lead into this, this whole topic that we're, we're going to talk about. So she recently did an interview um with Variety Magazine. And she said, Oksaya says, the billionaire felt called upon to share some very 
helpful, they put it in quotations, advice for all the overworked, underpaid, and mentally unwell female, female workers just figuring out how to survive. She said, you want to know what? I have the best advice for women in business. Kardashian said, you need to get the fuck up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I heard about that comment. Um, I don't know who she's talking to. Like, who's her audience, to be quite honest? Because from my understanding, a lot of women are working. We're working, exe- we're working extremely hard. In fact, probably too hard. Probably more than the average man is probably working, to be quite honest. But because um, we're having to juggle a billion and one hats. So I don't know who she's talking to. I don't know if she's talking to her clergy or her team or those that don't want to want to work for her ass no more. I don't know who she's talking to. I don't know which which nationality she's talking to. Um, because the American people, yes, we are still working. There's those that are still working. Yes, there's more jobs out here. Yes, there is because uh, we're still in a pandemic and uh, a lot of people have died. So a lot of fucking jobs are out here. Yes, granted, yes. And it's, it's, it's causing companies to not only have to fully step up and step into their role of actually paying people with their worth. A lot of people, um, all types of races, doesn't matter if they're male or female, have went to school and got, and got uh, educated and are college graduates and have PhDs, all kinds of stuff. You have to pay them what they're worth, period. And now that they're doing this, well, some companies are, not all companies, it's, it's causing where it's like, um, uh, and a lot of people are now just starting their own businesses. They feel like they don't need to work for uh, certain companies or anything. They'd rather create their own companies and cause uh, competitiveness. So to, to state that people you know need to get up off their asses and just pretty much work, it's almost like saying, I took that as, oh, you need to, you know, stand up and pull up your own bootstraps and get it going like girl it reminded me that it reminded that's me how of i like yeah it reminded me of that same way like yes. they would always say black people y'all are lazy when they designed this system to always keep us not being able to advance you yeah. got us living in ghettos mm-hmm. because you redlined and we couldn't buy a house in certain places yeah made it virtually impossible to get jobs even when because we- they would not approve us for the actual loans to get the homes. And even when we got, got jobs, they would you, not they would not give us any of that stuff. Yeah. And even when we got the jobs, you and me could be in the same position. But if you and me and this white woman and or man, the white man makes the most, same position, same qualification, same education, they are getting paid more than the average black woman. It mm-hmm. goes it goes white man, white woman, black man, a Latina woman, then black woman. That's the the hierarchy of how we're paid. Yep, we're even below. Um, uh, we're like the bottom. Yeah, we are at the bottom. Unless you are but- your own business woman, and you are your own businessman. Unless you own your own company, and you see, and you do it your way. That's the only way. Uh, that that you're really. I'm gonna say that's the only way. But for real, for real, that's what I see. You know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, no, people are not taking, taking just pennies anymore. We're not trying to sit here and work four or five jobs to make ends meet, to break even, and to also sit there and pay, pay Peter and Rob, you know, Rob Peter to pay Paul or whatever the saying. Yeah, Rob Peter to pay Paul. And I was, we're not guys, um, I got my son into a daycare and I was literally calling around and this one daycare director said to me, yeah, people. She basically said the same thing that Kim Kardashian said. I mean, I, I really want to open. I want to open more classrooms. I mean, we need to get going. Our business took such a hit, but nobody wants to go back to work. And I politely said to her, I said, well, 
I just want to, I just want to inform. I said, this is going to be like, maybe this is like a learning. Maybe this call was meant for learning. I said, ma'am, I was furloughed and I have incessantly stopped. I even paid when I didn't have it to pay to get my resume professionally rebuilt because I was not even getting calls. I said, and I finally have a job. I said, trust me, people are trying to work. I said, so you want to open that classroom? Are you going to pay these teachers more? Because they had to put their kids somewhere. Who's watching their kids? Exactly. I said, so are you still going to try to pay them at minimum wage, making 11 or $12, even though inflation has increased everything? Gas is high, groceries yes, are high. And I talked to someone about that too, another daycare last year, the same thing. I said, well, how much are you offering to, um, if I came to work there? She was like, well, you usually can come here and we'll give you half tuition, but we're only going to pay you $10 an hour. $10 an hour? Are you serious? Do you know how much money I would be bringing home? Do you know how much money after taxes that looks like? I'm not bringing nothing home. I couldn't even pay for gas with that almost right now. You feel me? Like, what am I going to do with $10 an hour? With a college degree, with years of experience, what am I doing with $10 an hour? Some people might say that's a lot of money if you're sharing and renting a room and you're by yourself and you don't have a family or anybody else's mouth to feed. That's on you, but not for me. It is not for me. I have a, I have other mouths I have to feed. I have a household I have to maintain. I have student loans I have to pay. I have people I have to be accountable for. This is not good at all. And I said, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to pass because that's not enough money for me. And even if you're giving me half tuition, you're not even giving my children full tuition to even be there. And when people say tuition, you know that daycare costs a lot of money. So I tried another daycare. They still wanted to pay you the same amount of money. They know the cost of inflation. The cost of living is going up. They do not, I repeat, do not care how much money they're going to pay you. You know what I'm saying? That's why people need to go into business for themselves. Start your own business. Create your own lane to be successful in this world. And you can't just have one line of just working one job, nine to five. No, you need to wear multiple hats. You need to start getting into a career or, or getting into your hobbies or things you love to do that you can create your own lane and create your own financial freedom. Because at this day and age, that's the only thing that matters for row for row when it comes down to surviving out here. Yeah, and then Khloe Kardashian at the same interview um, went on to say, guys, really, I just want to let you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you got to move to another room. She said, why would you want to stay where you know you're not going to grow? And people were just ripping her as well. They said, um, they were, I guess, basically trying to say, so it must be nice for a person, because uh, she wrote that and then, on Instagram that day, she snapped a picture with her and her daughter, and her daughter was wearing a $6,500 outfit, I guess from like head to toe, that's how much the outfit would have cost, and they said, how how easy is it for somebody that can blow 6500 that's what the one woman said, I don't even make that in two months, so how easy is it for you to say that? I'm living off of what you put on your daughter and probably are not going to put her in that damn outfit again, but you're going to judge me. How dare you? Yeah, this is coming from someone's mouth that's been on someone else's piece. You feel me? And, to I'm like, and I know I know they work hard because I'm not going to discredit. Yeah, but after yo, the fact. Not after the fact. After well, they've been pimped out. Yeah, after the fact. sex act. Like, yeah. that's where you got your fame. And I know they probably had money before that because their dad was... Yeah, old money because their dad yeah, was a lawyer and passed yep. away, left the money. But I'm pretty sure the mom ran through a good chunk of that. So, therefore, and there's a lot mm -hmm. of kids. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. therefore... 
although they've already came from money and then y'all still try to do something ratchet to, to gain more money is it's 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 not clean money to me it's not it's really not you didn't really have to really technically work for it you know what i'm saying like literally go to a job and work for it unless the ratchetness of the job nowadays i don't know what people classify as a job <laughs> Well, that part, honey, that part right there. That is the I don't know they classify as a job. Getting married to someone, bam, having all these kids, bam, even having surrogates, bam, then divorce they ass, bam, and be like, oh, we signed a prenup, I'm keeping my money, but I still need you to run me some more child support money. Bam, I don't know what is classified as a job these days. I really don't know. People are out here getting this bag. People are out there getting this bag, I tell you. But not every They're bag is it. a good bag. Let me tell they you. They say that. how you get it is going to how you are you going to keep it. So I mean, I wouldn't want to live with how how I had to get it because if I have to do that again or be beholden to that, I, I wouldn't want that. But I feel like that does go into because so I guess this. I heard everybody in. was ripping her a new one. They were. My uncle even talked to me about it. He's like seventy years old. He even told me like, "Yo, did you hear about the Kim Kardashian thing that she did?" She had lost her mind. No, but I wanted to, but I'm bringing this back like it's my full circle. And this is how I'm going to connect it. So the, the piece that Nicole had, I did watch a little bit of part one. I didn't finish the full, and then I went back and completed part two of the interview with Steve Harvey and um, other folk. But like, so I was thinking, so Kim Kardashian was addressing this to women, right? She was like, women need to get back up and work. Women in business, women who are owning their business, or even women, women working regular jobs. She's like, you need to get, get, the fuck up and work right and they said now more than ever women are working outside of the home um and the little clip that nicole sent was basically touching on i guess kind of like that topic about like men and women that dynamic when it, with regards to like parenting and also like who is working who may stay home and things like that what well, here's what's interesting so there's cats that are with a woman her career is on a whole nother level than his she making money, he stays home. I don't think that that means he's emasculated because I think even to your point, Steve, if y'all got a relationship where, listen, sister's career is the top career, that doesn't mean you can't protect. He, that, doesn't mean, that, that doesn't mean that you can't show did love. It means, one, though, no, 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 wait, though. It means, though, you got to be clear about what your role is. Yeah, I can understand this. Things have got little, you know, off kilter, she making more money. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And you decide to stay at, you got to stay at the house for a time with the kids. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in me that's going to allow myself to sit here the entire time right. mm -hmm. while my girl go out and, and kill right. everything that's we right. need. And I'm sitting at the house babysitting. Right. But wait, Steve, what is more important than making sure your kids, your sons, your daughters are prepared for the world? And if it's a brother at the house who said, listen, she got this financial thing, but I'm about to prepare some soldiers in the house. It don't mean that he ain't sitting there doing nothing. Right. But we have said as men that babysitting, it ain't babysitting. It's preparing our babies for the world no. in a way that <laughs> they need to be prepared. Yeah, and yeah, sometimes cool. you got to create, you got to create a cool model. Your kids. It ain't babysitting. But it's like yeah, this. Hell no, though, I yeah. can't show my sons and I can't give my daughters the vision of a man sitting at the house while the woman is out getting that part, it. I can't that make part. my daughter think that's cool, and I damn sure can't make this boy think this is cool. The family folds up, and your ass was at the house when the family sank. 
What are we talking about here? Steve, mm. there are things that you can do around the house. Like what? Motographs. Motographs and bricks. And things like that. But I'm like, even Kim Kardashian is, um, like, to see them, they're all women, and they're, like, the boss woman. Like, all of the one sister, her kids are by the one guy who really wasn't, like, making money like that. So, like, these women are, like, being the breadwinners, right? So, in the interview, Steve, so Nicole sent me it backwards, so maybe she would have said it. Maybe I would have not been so hot. But he was saying, yeah, I was always raised and taught. And Steve is older, so I get it. He's in a different generation than us. But he said he was taught that he should be the provider. Um, and even if his wife ended up making more than him, he would not feel it, feel as though he's, I guess, uh, doing his manly duties. If he's not providing in that way, providing as far as the household and such like that. And I get it. He probably was raised by a parent that was born way long time ago. So like, yeah, he probably, that's all he knows. Is like his mom maybe was the stay at home mom and his dad probably was the, the breadwinner. But how he said that one part where he was like, Yeah, because what do I look like just babysitting my kids? And I said, What? That's when I was like, Nope, I'm stopping this. But then I went back and it did kind of make sense. But but tell me how you felt about the clip, Nicole. You tell me how you felt. Because y'all, she called me and she was so she was tickle pink about this interview, girl. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I sent um, you part two. I should have sent you part one. So, but um, yeah, speaking of part two, I listen because some men, when they get married, um, some you have two types of men. It's probably more than just two types of men, but you have the men that want to be the breadwinner and they don't mind if their wife works or don't work. Then you have the man who, oh yeah, my wife makes more than me and yeah, I just lost my job or I just don't have a job at all. <laughs> and based on the pandemic, I'm just going to be, excuse me, a stay-at-home parent. And that's all good and well too, to, to a certain extent. Some men can't stand just staying home and being idly. And when I say idly, yes, they take care of the kids, but, and they keep the house clean and they cook, but they want more to life. They want to do more. They can't sit idly and not do anything. Some men can actually do that. Excuse me, and be fine. So I don't know. That's my thoughts to it. And I agree. And I definitely agree. And then <laughs> I, I thought about it more after you said it. And I was like, even if I were the breadwinner, and I always say, like, yeah, I would be cool with it. But would I be cool if I'm coming home and he just chilling? Even if I am making more, would I be like, yeah, this is okay. That I came home, I done slaved at work. But it's okay that he just came back home. I don't know if that would be okay. But if you came back home, like how my husband put it, if the guy you the guy when you left to go to work, the guy was sitting on a couch, you came back home and they were sitting in the same spot. <coughs> how would you feel? Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I'm like really having this whole like nasal drip thing going on in my nose. Okay. I'm like, oh no. I was like, I'm like, do you have a cough drop or what? I'm like, you really are sick. Oh goodness. <laughs> Granted, it is not COVID. I already tested myself. Um, it's a cold because my daughter goes to school and she has a cold. So, and my son has a cold. We all have a cold right now, except for my husband. Great. So he's feeling fine, and yet I'm not. But anyway. <laughs> so and I, and I definitely um yeah so, yeah so I, I understood know. where he was coming from. 
I did. So when I listened listen to it again, because I was like, okay, let me try to listen to it. Because sometimes when I I just think you thing, were stuck on the fact that he said he doesn't want to be, because he's looking at it like it's not enough. He said when the ship goes down, meaning if the wife loses her job and the man is at home sitting on the couch, and yes, you took care of the kids, but now you don't have no house to stay in because you didn't get up and do your part when the ship is going down and you're I mean, going that down with the ship. True. Like that, that made sense true. to me. But that you know could, see, but see that almost didn't make sense to me because it would be the same thing as um the wife staying the home wife. and the husband yeah. losing a job. If, if yeah, it's the same thing, but, you, you're not prepared. but I think he's addressing it to a different level of age group for males because there is certain it's a, 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 an actual group of males that just don't want to do anything. They bums. When I say bums, bad, worse than a couch potato. You feel me? Like they think it's okay and they think it's cute that, oh yeah, the woman, yeah, she's a breadwinner. Yeah, I need her to go buy me this. Or yeah, I'm, she's my sugar mama. I need her to go give me this. I don't know if it's sugar mama. That's probably a different range of a conversation. But oh yeah, she's handling everything. So I'm straight. I'm good. Some men are cool with that and they're okay with it. And they not kids. They not, you know, cleaning the house. They ain't cooking dinner. They just sitting and they chilling, playing video games. You got those guys. You do those guys do exist, unfortunately. So there's different stages of maturity and different stages of manhood and different stages of how people were raised and and how their household was. I'm not trying to downplay any man that is taking care of their household. They don't work, but the kids are straight. Great, whatever. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But for because me, this is what I wanted to say, and this is why. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back, and I think this is where I kept going to. So I was raised by a mom, who definitely, and I feel like this is probably why my perspective, maybe the way my perspective is, and I know everybody else, it's we're all raised differently, and then also we're we're own people. So even though I was raised one way, I may have a different opinion anyway. So, but I say all this to say, so my mom basically stated. Um, you know, when it was time and my mom was like, okay, maybe I should get some extra help. She tried to um, take my father to be, you know, to court so that she can get sub subsidy with income, like help. So she, were, she was in child support court and, and it didn't work out, right? What they were going to give my mom really wasn't going to be really enough to really try to help raise. And uh, it, my mom has two children, me and my sister. It was It's just not going to work. So she said, no, I'd much rather... Um, him just keep that little bit of money and then just make up for it with the time. And I'm not going to yeah, say that I got extra time with my dad because that did not happen. And I feel like statistics really do show that black men are um, more than white men actually are more active and involved in their children's life. Even if those kids are not living in the home um, in as a whole, black fathers are, the most active in their children's life out of every group, even Caucasian. It doesn't, they don't like to show that, but we are, black men really are. But I'm going to bring it again. So I don't feel like being a provider equates you being a man. Goes to is that the, the new, the new evolution of woman mm -hmm. is partly our fault. It's okay. All Agreed. Okay. okay. I'll go there with you. Because we have neglected our responsibilities to make a woman. Exactly. Yeah. To make a woman. And that's like why you can even have this kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's really not the woman's fault. Mm -hmm. They're just dealing with the residue that's left. For, yeah. for for so many fatherless yeah. homes. Mm -hmm. And so now you got young cats on the tape like up here. Yeah, I ain't got no problem staying home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, woman got to pay for my food. Oh, man, it's 50-50. It ain't 50-50. Partner, a relationship with a woman, with a wife, it's not 50-50. If you're married, it's 85-15. The woman get 85, you get 15. That's really the way it works. They do more. They're responsible. I didn't know this. Yeah, man. Come on. I've got to bring you in. Come on, boy. You just a baby. No. I mean, when you said it wasn't 50-50, I said, okay, 60-40-70-30. No, it's not. This is how it works. It it requires a woman more money to dress, Mm -hmm. to take care of herself, Mm -hmm. to run the household. Mm -hmm. You're not really good at running the household. You don't know where the kids... You you don't know what soccer practice he is. What a kid is that? You you ain't been to that PTA meeting. You don't know nothing. You just ignorant. So who's the teacher again? That's right. You don't know nothing. A woman knows virtually everything Everything. to really run that empire. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm doing what I do. I protect, provide, and profess. Three P's that a man show love. Mm -hmm. So if you're not providing for your woman, Mm -hmm. you're not protecting her, Mm -hmm. and you're not professing your love for what you doing. And Bullshit. until we start teaching this to the younger generation, they actually think that a girl supposed to pay for something. Man go out and get his woman, prepare a place for his woman, and set it out for his woman, and she take care of it. It ain't supposed to be the other way around. Again, so I don't feel like being a provider equates you being a man. Because if you're not sowing into your children and, and instilling the good things, just because you make buku money and you're showering them with physical things or material things but what are you teaching them are you putting keeping them in the word are you um studying with them having bible study with them um fully sewing into them almost like we do i feel like that old myth of the black man just has to work and they don't have to also nurture their kids is exactly what it is it's a myth and it should not it should not it should not be that way we have to be involved whether it is Reading with them, helping them with their homework, uh, you know, talking to them about their day, uh, doing all that, the caring, the bathing, the yeah. playing with your kids, taking them to Sorry. the events. I feel like um, that is important. So when, that's where I took it when he said it. Yes, mm. Steve, you may be out buku money. And that's why when the one gentleman said, he said, but Steve, because I, I even thought, wow, I always said I prayed and it's funny how your prayers are answered like I know I have to work right because I'm a single mom and I used to sometimes be like just almost I wouldn't say jealous of you Nicole but it is like I was envious of you because I'm like wow she gets to stay home with her kids and I know Mm -hmm. it can be a hassle trust me that's why I said when you pray for stuff you get what you ask for so I got to be home (laughs) but I'm saying that but I think that is what that guy was trying to say but what I did get out of that in the beginning, it was amazing to feel like, wow, I'm really sewing into my child. Well, I'm not always running around. I'm always at work. And I was getting home. Xavier wasn't getting my full attention. He wasn't getting my full, his full mom because I had worked all day. I was mm-hmm. dog tired. I had to go pick him up, get dinner, get bath, trying to get ready for the next day. So I think that's what he was trying to say. You, Steve, would have the opportunity to really sew into your children and be around them. Because it goes fast. I mean, our kids are now, look look at the time flying. And when he was like, yeah, nah, I ain't babysitting my kids. He still wasn't feeling it. I'm like, I don't think he gets Because it. some men can't wrap their brain around being nurturing or being 
being present or being like they'll be present for games or maybe reading time, bed reading, or maybe helping with homework, maybe, or, you know, just the basic stuff. They can't, some men can't fathom that because it wasn't done for them. So who are we to judge that because that they don't understand, they've probably never experienced it to be able to understand. Um, I still yeah, no, and I, and I truly believe, I think he thinks just providing money is enough. And, and I just, that isn't the case to him. It's like, it's showing them like, cause you know, we were hunters and we're bringing food home. Like it's the same thing. Like you're going out and you're hustling and bustling. You're getting this work done um, to, to have a check for your household, to pay for your house, to pay for the food on the table, to pay for their clothes, to pay for all of that. But I feel like that's one part of the process because women can go to work, come home, cook and clean and, and, and make sure the kids have clothes on their back and all that and still help them with their homework and still nurture them and still give them baths and still do all of those things. So why does the buck stop for them just at the financial door versus for us, it never stops. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't go, it's not a one way type of thing. But he also talks about in part one, how as black men that they have let down the black woman to the fullest. And they all took responsibility. All of them, whether young or old said, yeah, they feel like they did. Because and they said, you know, it's for the women that are single, single moms are having to um, <clears throat> take the grunt and have the residue of taking the grunt of raising the children themselves when the men are not in the household. And that's a lot. And a lot of women are still dealing with that to this day. And um, and they took, you know, full responsibility of like, yeah, you know, um, if they're not there to raise their kids or. I feel like just all spectrums of it. I feel like they realize that, you know what I'm saying? In the beginning, beginning, they also stated that, uh, what else did they talk about in part one? Just in general with, um, black men that, you know, that I feel like they said something about, um, how marriage is marriage can be some marriage is, is not just a 50, 50 type of uh, relationship or situation. It is not. It's more of like a, what did he say? A 15, 1580, 15. I don't know. The, the number is low for the guys. It's like 15 and the woman is extra high. Cause he said it's so much um, that we need to do that we're not doing in, in a marriage in, <clears throat> in general of like, um, you know how they think, oh, it should be 50-50. We're both, you know, contributing to the household. We're both doing this. We're both doing that. It's not. It's really not. Because there's certain parts of the household that a man will not understand or not even know to do or even fathom do. You know what I'm saying? The woman is running the whole ship of the house. The whole ship of the house could be like, yeah, you bringing the money in as the male, but you don't know what the name of your child's teacher's name is. You don't know what when their soccer practice is. You don't know when you know what we're having for dinner maybe you're not a cook maybe you are you you know there's certain parts uh, or you don't know that the person um the child might be a little off or what they may need because you know you haven't built that connection with your child to understand that some women not so women all women have that part of them where um there's certain things that we just know that men just don't know and i don't know mm-hmm. how we know this stuff we just know it. I don't know how to explain it. We just know it. Like, I know what my son needs before my husband even knows what he needs. Like, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? And my son is only two, and he talks, but he don't fully say sentences. But now so that's what like, the crazy part. So I literally have a friend um, 
that I think their son may be a year older than your son. Yeah, I think this summer he'll be turning four. And both of them work, is um, both my friend and her. However, this dad is so in tune, like knows things. I, I mean, probably equally, they're just as empathetic and caring for the child. Um, and they have a boy too. But I mean, like, it's not like, it just, sometimes I almost want to shed a thug tear when I watch it. It's like, so in tune. Sometimes, like, the the kid always runs up to mommy first. Oh, they fall down, they run to mommy. It's yeah. not like that. I mean, if mommy's close by, yeah, he'll he'll run to her. But if he sees dad, he'll run right over. Like, it's just like, you know, he knows, oh, dad got my back. He, he got my back just as much as mom got my back like it's not like oh i'm always gonna, just gonna go to mommy because that's all i know no he will run right on over to his dad um and i feel like that's that's kind of what I, I i hope i feel like that's the only way we're going to change as a people if like if we start like trying to grow from the past things that we used to hold on to because now more and more women are going into the workforce so yeah i'm not always it's going to be more of a 50 50 with these dishes so it should be a 50 50 with these kids like it can't always all fall on it. And I don't know how that's just not important to another person of your own offspring. Like, I don't think just because you're a man, it makes you less caring because there's some men that are more caring than women. There's some men that are, that are just more into like being nurturers than a woman. And some women are just hard and callous. Yeah, so is the mm -hmm. expectation that we should all be world-rounded because not everybody can handle those things. That's 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 the new leash of it of or not leash but the new oh, people understanding can't handle is that being caring. Everyone has their niche as certain things, and we cannot expect or set expectations that every man is going to be the same because that's not going to happen. We yeah, I don't need you to be, Yeah, I don't need you to be as caring, but I feel like there should be just basic personality traits that you have. Just like if you were to fall, you would want somebody to care for you. You know, or you just want somebody there for you in general, right? Like, as a person, we just want people to be there for us, I guess. So, I guess that's what I mean. I feel like certain person, like me and you are friends, and we have, we're very similar, but we're vastly different. But I feel like basis, basic things we have the same. We both care about the well being of other people. We both don't want to see like harm done to other people. You know what I mean? So, I feel like, I just feel I like everybody's that. makeup is not the same. I feel like everybody's makeup is not the same. Even though we may see similarities, there may be similarities with certain men, but I think there's a lot of men that are not the same. We, <laughs> in no, all I aspects of that, this. <laughs> I, I get that, but like... You may find some that... It's so just is certain, it okay? Like you said, characteristics saying, that you're looking for. So yeah. are we saying it is okay that a man just... So I feel like that almost would be like the Nick Cannon situation essentially should be okay for you then because if he's providing with money but he's not really around and some men if that's all they're doing is going to work and not sewing into their kids it's kind of similar you know what i mean like it literally is you just thinking money solves the problems but if you're not giving the kids any love affection attention care how is that kid going to grow up and what are they going to do to their spouse and or other people then it just keeps continuing. That, I feel like that's how that cycle continues. Because Nick Cannon has boys. And he's not really going to be able to be around. He's giving them money. They may be doing well. But, like, they don't have a dad involved in their life. So, like, now what are those boys going to go out and do to woman? 
be do the same thing. Now they're gonna be some dogs out there. It's just gonna keep going. Yeah, so can you have it both ways? If a person is really giving all their time, they're really not working to provide. So what is the split difference? What is the percentages we talking about right now? Because no, we said that no. means the man I has work, to work. I work and I have to be the I have to be caring to Xavier. There's nobody else here. So women have to do it all the single moms have to do it all the time. But we give men a pass. That's what I mean. And I feel like that kind of goes into this more international women's month. There are a tremendous a lot of people. So when your mom was tired, because she just not love y'all, not cook dinner, just come home from work and just not see y'all, never talk to you, not be a parent. No, she still had a parent, y'all. She probably was very tired. So single moms, we got to do it. But it's like dads are not expected that that to do that. It's like they're only expected to just go and provide for the family. And I just yeah, don't it goes think back to it goes back to how they were raised, how their household was conducted in order for them to pick up those behaviors if you don't realize that it's uh, something that needs to change or that it could be done differently you won't never know to be quite honest and you won't be able to apply it if you don't even know it even existed no exactly I 100% agree but I feel like that's how we often say on here and even in our book club we kept speaking on generational curses and that's exactly what that is Mm -hmm. um it is because, like, now, that's why I said, that's why I used the Nick Cannon example. Like, we would almost be like, we're giving them a pass to do that, right? And that's, um, or even y'all, like, y'all should check out the one podcast we were on, um, the Single Dad Why You Mad podcast. And they were trying to talk about that. They labeled either it's doing business with your children or you're just, uh, so if you're doing business with your children, you're actively Im- involved. But if you're just like, oh, I made this baby and I'm paying child support monthly. You know, that's how, like, it continues. So, like, that's why I use Nick Cannon's example. He may really be helping these kids. But now when those sons get older, they're going to think that's okay. I can just have these babies. Yeah. As long as I'm paying, it's okay. I don't got to. Well, I just figured yeah. just in general with the amount of kids he has, how is he going to split up that much time <laughs> for each different woman at a different household? I don't understand. But, I mean, <laughs> if, if there's a will, there's a way. If there's enough time in the day, you could always find time. But if yeah, he doesn't and find I like time how the young he's working mm-hmm. and that's how he provides for them and he doesn't have the time, then why are we still making all these kids? I don't understand. But <clears throat> but some women are down for that. Some women are willing to take that check and say, hey, I got a babysitter if that gets me free or whatever. However, you know, I get the help I need. They pay for my place, whatever. They cool with it, but they're not looking at the long term effects on that child, and and what it could mean to that child, or how that could be impacted by that child. Yeah, but I and I I, I <laughs> will bring it back to like I probably will assume because I think Steve Harvey, this is probably maybe his fourth or fifth marriage, and he has had kids in a few a few of these marriages, and I'm pretty sure that's probably how yeah. those ex wives felt. Yes, Steve, you're you have sons, and you think you are doing a hell of a job. You're going to teach your sons to work their ass off, but they ain't going to be involved in these kids' life, and that's okay. Like, really? I think if he like worded it that way, he might have to look at his own words and be like, "That don't even make sense." Because he's like, "Yeah, I how am I going to be the stay-at-home dad? What am I teaching my boys?" But what are you teaching your boys now? You get married five times. It's okay that you do this. You have these kids. Divorce their mamas, but long as you throw in a two thousand dollar check monthly, it's a okay. 
I think man. also what he's showing them that he's human. He's going to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? We all have fallen short of grace, right? So mm-hmm. he's going to make these mistakes and make these uh, decisions that he thought was best at the time. And and that's just what it comes down to. We're all human beings. But People, we're learning grace, as we're going. Like, yeah, but I falling feel like, from grace. But once you know, like, so if you know this is not right, even in the interview, he was still doubling down on it. He wasn't saying, oh, yeah, oh, now I get it. I, I see the error in my ways. You'll never grow. And I'm not, and I, and of course, I'm, y'all, I'm not trying to judge the man because clearly I know I am a I feel like you're trying to judge him. I feel like you're trying to judge no, him. No, because even in this interview, he didn't say, yeah, you know what, young buck? I'm, I could think about that. That's a good perspective. The only way we're going to grow as a people the only way you can grow is if you change. If you're staying stagnant, how are you growing? You're just doing the same thing. So I mean, if he way, don't agree, he don't have to agree just to just to just to save face. If the man don't agree, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna agree. You feel me? He ain't gonna agree. If he don't wanna agree to something, he not gonna agree to something that he ain't gonna wanna agree to. Period. Like we can't change that. That's who he is. Even if even if it's blue in the face, like even if even if even if we keep saying the sky is blue and he still thinks it's pink. He's going to think it's pink. Like, that's just like, we learn to accept things that we cannot change, right? <clears throat> but I don't know. I mean, there's good there's good perspectives on it. But I think those videos are worth watching. I feel like they had some good, positive uh, things to say. And I just, I just enjoyed watching all men just sit around and have a... A male conversation. It was it was an open and honest conversation, and I and I do see what you're saying. I mean, but um, I'm gonna just say for everybody, I feel like, which, which is even what my therapist has said to me, the only way you that old saying, well, this is how I am, accept me for who I am. So if you're not ever willing to grow, I mean, things will never change. So, in in any aspect of life, learning new things as we get older, we learn things. Here and there, if you never, and it's not like you have to agree to somebody's opinion. Of course, that's why we are allowed to have our own opinions. But in general, if we never grow, that is how we keep repeating the same cycles. And then that is essentially what it, it is meaning when somebody says, well, I'm passing down generational trauma. Um, mm-hmm. Like we, how Black people don't know a lot about wealth. So we don't always share that with our kids. And then our kids do wind up, statistics show our kids and Black people in general wind up in more financial debt. It's because we don't know. But once we learn how to do better, once you know better, you can do better. But you're only going to do better if you do accept listening, critically thinking and applying it back, and then being open to grow and change. You don't have to do it right away, but I mean, like, being open to other people's perspectives, That's I guess that's like the only way you can grow. So I feel like I, I definitely got a lot of good tidbits because the young guys were really speaking stuff and they, it was good. And they, the first thing it was, they were really uplifting black women. And they said, that is probably why a lot of us get that angry, uh, you know, that we're labeled as a little bit different, but we've single moms had to be hard because if you're the disciplinary person and the mom, I mean, you're doing a lot. And you're tired. Yeah, they also, they also talked about um, allowing the men to lead and want to what? schedule something i just had a conversation with my husband tonight he wants to he scheduled the trip already but he wants to plan every single activity for each day whatever i don't care but as long as oh, the children get to hit their guys? stuff that they want because if not we're going to hear it the entire time on the trip that they did didn't he, get to did see he plan another ever. trip for you guys or you mean like your trip that you you already had planned 
a trip where we already had planned. He's already planning it within the days that we're there, what we're going to be doing. So I said, that's fine, whatever. Like, I wasn't expecting to do all of this, but like, okay, whatever, I'm going with the flow. But at the same time, you got to make sure you incorporate what the children want to do or want to see in the very beginning, because that's all they're going to be looking forward to seeing throughout the entire time if they don't get to see it within the first couple of days of vacation. That's my mm-hmm. only take on it. Because I don't want to keep hearing, oh, we didn't see such and such. Or, oh, it's, we're going to do it tomorrow morning. Oh, not tomorrow morning. Oh, this is so boring. Oh. Like, that's all you want to hear. And I don't want to hear it on the entire time of a whole week of a vacation. Trust okay. me, I do not want to hear that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was my take on it. To allow my husband to be the planner that he wants to plan out whatever activities he wants to do with the kids or whatever those days, I can really care less what we do. I'm just happy to be somewhere else. (laughs) So yo, we had this conversation because she sent it to me this morning and we were talking about that. And I said, wow. I said, yeah, I said, I did get, when I rewatched, I'm like, okay, that's something again, but now we have to change. I have to change my behavior because I have been single now. I've been a single mother. So that's something, a toxic trait of mine is I am very controlling. But would that work in a marriage? Probably not. So I have to change and I have to be open to change because that wouldn't be conducive to a marriage. Even though I've been raised by a single mom, right? So I know Steve probably was raised in a different home. And then I am a single mom. So I am the control freak because I do everything. I have to make sure things are done. So, but if I'm trying to be in a relationship, like they said, we... Especially like the single moms, we just don't be letting the man leave. We be like, nah, I'm gonna do it all. Uh-uh-uh. Like we in control. I'm an independent woman, but I'm like that doesn't work in a relationship or a marriage. You gotta compromise. So yeah, singing single women that you out there. If a man wants to take you on a date, please don't start giving him suggestions unless he asks you for suggestions. If let him plan it however he wants to plan it and then go from there. If you have allergic reactions to stuff or you're allergic to certain things, those are the, that's the time to say, hey, I don't do well with seafood or hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, please choose something else if that's your choice. Like, <laughs> like just let them be the planners. Let them be the chasers. Let them chase you. Let, let me just put that out there. Let them chase you. They like to chase and we like to be chased. You feel me? So let them let them chase you. So that concludes our evening podcast. Thank you for So I am going to be closing out this episode by myself. Hashtag mom life. My son had to FaceTime me seven times in a row before we could end this. But hey, such is life. But I wanted to thank you guys so much for tuning into Damn This Is Hard podcast. We really are trying to update and renovate and rejuvenate and really revamp how we're operating. And we just want to thank you guys so much. And please tune in to our next episode. Also, if there is anything uh, or any suggestions on episodes, topics that you would love to hear about us or from us, please don't hesitate to hit us up on our socials. I will tag them in the episode notes. And uh, yeah, so just let us know. All right, bye.